This episode of Mixed Politics is brought to you by the A Slut with Morals podcast. Listen to the podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Beth. And that's Dean. And you're listening to Mixed Politics. Welcome to episode 24. Yeah. <laughs> One more before 25. I'm excited. <laughs> well, we haven't really explained what 25 means to us. We're going to do 25 episodes this season, right? Yeah, but I didn't know there was like a set meaning, but go on. Well, because you just said there's one more before 25, oh. and nobody else really knows what that means. I see. They just think you're counting. All right. <laughs> so. All right, well, what are you drinking tonight, Stanie? Um, I don't, I don't really have a name for this one. It's just rum and ginger ale and lemonade, lime juice, and a bunch of stuff. And a, a food cocktail of yes. of rum that I'll be munching on for the duration of this. <laughs> okay. And I think we're going to need it for this topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm just drinking a pina colada, so mm-hmm. nothing special here either. We're just going straight for it. Okay. Right. You didn't, you didn't want me to ask you what we were drinking? <laughs> Sorry. All right. It's fine. What are we talking about for our 24th episode? Oh, what's going on with the Facebook name change? Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I started this thing, I don't know if you realize, where I just, we just... I just don't discuss that anymore with you before we start. Yeah. Because I think you're really good at figuring out what the name should be. <laughs> okay. And I'm just like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's it, it's it. genuine surprise when you say what it is because we, when I'm like, what are we talking about this week? And you say it. You, you, you're you telling me. Because I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah, but it, but I'm fine with it. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we are talking about this because it's very. I don't know, it's fresh news. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody, certainly not a surprise to us, mm-hmm. that Mark Zuckerberg is a defendant in a lawsuit about consumer privacy. Um, we're not going to deep dive into the details of that lawsuit because, you know, that's a whole other episode within itself. But the Superior Court of District of Columbia uh, originally filed this in 2018, a lawsuit that was just for Facebook in general. Mm-hmm. And re- more recently, I think in October 2020, no, sorry, October 2021, the Attorney General in D.C. named Zuckerberg specifically in the lawsuit uh-huh. to really attach it to Mark Zuckerberg personally that Facebook is, <coughs> go, they're being taken to task for how they engaged Cambridge Analytica to, yeah. I guess, expose customer data so that it, and it's very sensitive data too this is they're using the algorithm to really push information towards customers using personal data yeah. and catering the content it, uh, specifically about the 2016 general election cambridge analytica was like give give us all your data on these customers and we're going to cater our information they the all the different ads that you see political ads and news articles and stuff like that um that really i love how i love how you said customers yeah well they are who is the they what the the customers of facebook yeah uh what are the customers of cambridge analytica customers of facebook customers of facebook we are oh okay yeah i don't know if i agree with that though oh okay because there's a saying and it's very popular i didn't coin it i didn't come up with it it's like if you're using a service 
and you're not paying for it, then you're the product. We are the product. So how can we be the product and the customer at the same time? Well, because we're the ones consuming it. Um, we're, we're consuming it and being consumed by it. Okay. We put it that way. That's fair. Yeah. So this lawsuit is really targeting the business model of social media in general, but specifically Facebook because they sold our personal data to be used against us in the general election in 2016. So that's really why I think Facebook is changing its name. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. I do think that. And this is not, they're not the first company to do that. Mm -hmm. This is really something that a lot of companies have done. And, um... But do you do you think do you think that's the the main reason that they're changing their, their name just because of the the inquiry into Cambridge Analytica or whatever? Or what about the timeliness? I thought, in my opinion, the timeliness of the whistleblower or the whistleblowing various. Mm-hmm. I think maybe three. There are three different whistleblowers now that's been in front of Congress and in front of the Parliament in the UK and a bunch of mm-hmm. other places or whatever. So it might be a combination of both, but I'm, I'm just wondering if you think it's just Cambridge Analytica. Oh, like, it's not just Cambridge Analytica. It's the lawsuit. The lawsuit is bigger than Cambridge mm-hmm. Analytica, but I think the timing of it goes with the lawsuit because the timing of the whistleblower coming out yeah. gives more beef to the lawsuit itself. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably... I know that Mark Zuckerberg has had this in the works for maybe a year or so, Yeah, but I think it is no surprise... And no coincidence that immediately after the whistleblower came out, that's what that's when Facebook announced that they were changing their name. So I don't know if you've looked into this, but like obviously with everything that happens now in our lives, our lives, there's some form of conspiracy theory. <laughs> like nothing course. is just cut and dry. Nothing is just I went to the store, I paid this money, I got this product, and I went home and I enjoyed it. It's but. The man, or Russia, or or JFK Jr. is going to show up. <laughs> yeah, but people were saying that the whistleblower was the whistleblowing is orchestrated by Facebook themselves for the purpose of ushering change. That's the dumbest thing ever. Just I, I don't. Change. I didn't make it up. Oh, I, I know you didn't make it up. But <laughs> that's the dumbest thing ever. Just change. Because, you don't need a catalyst to because change. Because what what they're saying is that. A lot of the whistleblowing, like if you look at a lot of the transcripts or, or if you watched it, um, her interview with Congress, I can't remember what her name is, but the, the first main woman, um, it was a lot of veering away or steering away from the things that would be found in the lawsuit that you're talking about. She's talking about a lot of like on the surface stuff. Like, you know, oh, Facebook is making people more angry or Facebook is doing this and they're using whatever, whatever. And it's like... Can we talk about the sale of the data? And, but we're not, the whistleblowing doesn't include that. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying is, the, the conspiracy theorists are saying that she was kind of like put out there like, hey, go do this and, and steer them this way. I'm not a part of the team. Congress that- is not going, Congress is not going to bring charges against Mark Zuckerberg. People have to understand that. (laughs) That's the job of the Attorney General in D.C. That's Mm -hmm. not the job of Congress. The job of Congress is to understand what laws we need to make to protect consumers. And they're not going to deep dive into Cambridge Analytica. 
they don't have to do that. What they have to, they, they don't have to go into the sale of our data yeah. to Cambridge Analytica. What they need to understand is what is the, what is the impact of Facebook or social media in general? Yeah. And that's exactly what the whistleblower was bringing forth. It's interesting that you brought that up because I hadn't seen that conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. It's just like that's a that's just to me it's counter, I mean, it's counterintuitive. It, 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 it's, it sounds dumb and it sounds counterintuitive, but I like you know a lot of people who believe in conspiracy theories or whatever. It's always crazy until like later, and it's like oh crap, she did. You know, like five years from now, it's like oh Zuckerberg did push her forward and say hey go go do this. It's like well why did you do that? Some kind of hidden ulterior agenda that will be revealed at a later date. I don't know. So, but, yeah. As they say, the simplest explanation is usually the accurate one. Is that Occam's razor? She, Occam's razor. Oh. Yes, she had. <laughs> she had documentation that she took from Facebook. The documentation mm-hmm. proved what she testified to Congress. Yeah. That's why she didn't speak to anything else is because she might not have the data to back, to back up, up what, she was, what she was saying. So she's only going to speak to what she has proof of. Mm-hmm. I think that there other people have proof of the sale of our data. But the lawmakers need to know this information to the impact of Facebook and social media so that they can make laws to protect us going forward. Yeah. And so this lawsuit is claiming that Facebook misled consumers about privacy because Mm -hmm. we thought (laughs) wrongfully and stupidly that we could just have this Facebook account and our data (laughs) is going to be protected. Now, if any of you have been on Facebook for more than a day, you know that it's mining your data in order to then drive the algorithm to cater the data to what you prefer. So you ads and ad revenue and especially right. ad revenue especially that's, that's, that's yes. how they make their money you know? exactly so you can't be on facebook without assuming some risk it's much more evident now. if you if you want if you want to see full evidence of this try to delete facebook yeah it's not a one-click thing it's not a listen i'm done with this and i'm off it's hey have you thought about this did you try this? Do you want to save all your stuff? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to take a break and come back and later? come back later. Yeah. Now, I mentioned this, I think, in the Patreon episode last time, which we still haven't uploaded, by the way. It's coming. We just... It's coming. Um, but I did mention that I tried to um, remove all of my personal data from Facebook. Yeah. It took me a day to do it. A full fucking day to delete all of my personal information, wow. such as my my hometown, my whether I'm married, what my political affiliation was, which wasn't there anyway. Yikes. But within a day of me deleting all my personal information, mm-hmm. I was getting ads pushed at me that were completely the polar opposite of my oh, yeah, I remember you prior political that. affiliation. <laughs> so it really was proving what the whistleblower said, that yeah. they're driving anger. They're driving this kind of behavior. So I mentioned that this is not the first company to change their name. Mm -hmm. And this is why I think that the timing of this with the whistleblower was just pushing Facebook to make this name change faster. There there are many companies who have opted for a name change when things get tough. And it's, yeah, it's like damage control. Do we repair our name or do we just start over again? Yeah. And so Missouri's (laughs) Fraudulent Transfer Act has a term called fraudulent conveyance. And that is when a company changes their name in order to avoid lawsuits. I don't think that Facebook is changing their name 
and as the means of fraudulent conveyance because I, I don't think, think that so they're either. avoiding the lawsuit, but what they're trying to do is what similar to what Johnson and Johnson did. If if anybody's familiar with the talcum powder cancer uh, study and lawsuit that happened, turns out for years Johnson and Johnson as a brand had a uh, they were pushing talcum powder as uh, you know for let's say a female product for women to um i remember this yes <laughs> it's a way for women to keep dry down there turns out that that was causing cancer ovarian cancer oh my because God. it was not really healthy or hygienic for women to be using that particular powder because of what was in it talcum powder and i believe there was a tie somehow to asbestos which is insane yeah. But so many people got cancer from from using the talcum powder. And so Johnson & Johnson had, what was it, 30-some thousand lawsuits. And class action. Class action lawsuit. And what they ended up doing was creating a second company. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Um, LTL, I think. Uh, they created this other company and then transferred all of the culpability and the lawsuit ties to that company so it was taken away from the Johnson & Johnson name. Yeah, Therefore, yeah. if anybody's Googling Johnson & Johnson, they, they thought nobody would be able to find a lawsuit under Johnson & Johnson for talcum powder. So this is what I think... Yeah, that must have is, been some boomer decision like on the board. Of course. Because like, hey, it, it, you can't delete stuff from the internet. We've been over this many times, oh. you freaking moron. I don't... Exactly. So now <laughs> if you Googled uh, Johnson & Johnson talcum powder, it will come up. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's people who are telling the truth out there. Yeah. So this is what I think Facebook is doing. They were already thinking of changing their name because this lawsuit goes back to 2018. Yeah. But I think that what they're trying to do is disassociate Facebook, the brand, from the lawsuit with Cambridge Analytica in the, and, the and, district court. And political meddling and, and political meddling because there's... There, there's a lot of accountability to be had here. <laughs> Facebook is not accountable. That guy's been, Zuckerberg has been in front of, uh, you know what's the funny thing about this? Like while we're doing this episode, I'm literally thinking that we post to Facebook. <laughs> I know, we do. We <laughs> only do that and I'm thinking because... Like, and I'm thinking like, this episode might not fucking air on that man's platform. We're going to try. What? What's the, what's the worst, that can, the what's the worst social... that can happen? You take it down? Exactly. This will be an experiment. If you cannot find this episode <laughs> on Facebook, you know why. <laughs> now, the only reason we even post on Facebook is because a large number of our audience is on Facebook. Yeah. So we do that for them. We don't do that for us because we, we fucking hate Facebook. I don't even, I'm not even on You're Facebook You're not even right on now. anymore. <laughs> I've I, grown so sick of it. Like yes. I've grown so sick of, of everything that is Facebook. Yes. Especially since, I think it yes. was for me, um, when the whistleblower information came out and it was confirmed that maybe, what was it, three, no, four or five years ago, when they changed the like button mm-hmm. to this spread of five things, it's like one is like a heart and a, a care and a cry and whatever. Right, right. And they literally used that to say, okay, if so many people click the angry button, then this is controversial, this is whatever. And then they push that to everyone. Yes. And what she was explaining to Congress was that um, 
the people who are in charge of the algorithm thing, algorithms and things of that nature were saying, hey, this can be a really big problem because if all people are seeing are controversial stuff and angry stuff and whatever, it's changing, it's making people, it's making people angry, it's yes. causing people depression, it's calling yes. people anxiety, it's causing a lot of division, it's all calling us. a lot of separation, whatever. And this is going to be like on us. Mm-hmm. And apparently those lower level engineers presented it to the upper heads and the upper heads were just like well thanks thanks for the info yeah they just they just didn't fucking care nope. they were just like yeah, i guess thanks whatever right whatever drives the ad right. revenue they were like they were just and i mean i get it it's the, it's a company that's for profit so they're trying to make a profit but once i figured that out now it's like okay so your purpose is to get me upset and get me going back and forth with people in the comments and yep. getting get me to engage in more of this and whatever and like spend six to ten hours of my day arguing with strangers on the internet. I was just like, yeah, I'm I'm done. Thanks, you weirdo fucko. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to be a part of that. Like, that, this... you can't use me like that. You piece of shit. The, and that's the thing is that we are the ones who control our own behavior. Yeah. And so... No, the, but we can be influenced. We are influenced, but we are the ones who can put a stop to it by disengaging from yep. it. And the only reason I'm still on Facebook is because we have, you know, an audience there and yeah. we have friends on there that and aren't on any other social media platform. I was telling a, a college friend of mine recently because, that, trust me, they're so it goes back to what we were saying earlier about like trying to leave facebook yeah so i'm not on facebook on my you know i deactivated or whatever right Mm -hmm. but they still give you the option of well you can have messenger (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so funny and i'm like all right i'll keep that because i do actually like talking to some of the people who i you know i'm friends with or was on a sports team with or i did gamer stuff with or whatever but they don't have my phone number and they don't have my email address. Right. So this is our main source of contacting each other and yes. sharing information. So I, I kept that. But in 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 looking at that, I was just like, wow, dude, these, these tendrils is just so fucking enthralling. Yes. I don't understand. But you know, hmm. I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm really not a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of of using people. And you know what the funny thing is though? And this we didn't plan to talk about this. This just popped in my head. Um Apple recently changed their terms of service in terms of uh, the apps on their app store. Okay. And now us, or we as users, can choose to have our data not be tracked by individual apps. Yes. You remember that? Yeah. I don't remember if it was a yes, few months ago I, or whatever. I saw it in the... Right. Yeah. So now when you, like, if I were to re-download Facebook, there would be, like, a, an alert that says, hey, do you want Facebook to track your app data or your usage or whatever, whatever. And you can click no. There was a huge campaign by Facebook yes. to like not have that be yes, a thing. Exactly. And it's like, why do you need all this extra data from me, my guy? dependent on that. And, and we've joked about this before, that some people are really up in arms about their, their personal data being compromised mm-hmm. because Facebook does this kind of thing where they share data or whatever yeah. they... Um, 
it's not even necessary for Facebook to secretly try to get your data. They don't have to be do it secretly. They don't. Well, here's why they don't have to do it secretly because mm. dumbasses go on and, and, and give and, it for free. They they take those stupid surveys where they're like, "What's your favorite color? <laughs> what's your birthday? What's your sign? And what's your the first the street that you lived on when you were in first grade?" Guys, though, they're mining your data. Don't do that. You know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? If you do the things that you have done to, to remove yourself from Facebook, um, then you'll start getting random ones of totally. these. And it's just, it'll just totally. fill your feed. It'll, and it's the stupidest things too. I don't know where these groups are, who made these groups. It may be made by Facebook, but you'll see them all the time. It'll be like, um, your rock star name is your street that you lived on as a kid and the last and thing you the ate. The last thing you ate or and, the color of your underwear. And, yeah, and I'm just like, but the, I usually see them, right? I usually see them and I, immediately I'm just like, come the fuck on, man. Give me a break. Like, really? I'm, like, I know what this is. Yes, I, I know what this is. But you know we what know the, people who you, do this. No, no, I'm going to get right to that. As soon as you start scrolling, you'll see all of your friends that have yes, responded. Yes. And I'm like, no, I thought you were smart. You're not very pretty, and you're not very bright. I'm so glad we had that talk. Why would you? Are you why are you doing this? Seriously. I, and like, it's not, it's never just one. No, It'll it's be like multiple. six, and you're like, you really are telling these people what street you grew up on and what your underwear color is? Right. What? Is that necessary? Is that? So here's where it com becomes relevant to your privacy. If you go apply for a credit card, or let's say you're logging onto your system wow. at your employer, and they have those questions that you have to answer so that if you ever forget your password, that they can help you reset it. Mm -hmm. What are those questions? What street did you live on when you were in first grade? What was your pet's your, first name? What's your pet's first name? What's your mother's maiden name? Who's your favorite teacher in yeah. elementary school? These are the same things that and then, you just And then gave. People, people all the time, you ever see these dumbasses just like, oh my God, my account got hacked. And I'm right. like... That wasn't hacked. You volunteered the information that they received and used against you. Oh, Hacking okay. involves not using any of that information and finding and a back way to get into your shit. Right. That wasn't hacking. Mm -hmm. You literally gave them the keys and, and, and they just had to figure out which one of those you six keys. You left the front door, door open. open. <laughs> You're like, come on in. And then somebody walks in. Oh my God. Somebody broke into my, my house. house. <laughs> So, all this to say, your data is being compromised, not just by Facebook secretly trying That's to sell your data, but also, model. yeah, it's part of their business model. But also, you are willfully giving your information if you're taking these goddamn stupid surveys. You, Don't do that. You ever notice how much these surveys themselves get ramped up when there's an election coming? Yes. And I'm like, yo, I'm, how am I the only one seeing this? Like a year ago, we weren't talking about anybody's favorite ice cream, anybody's pet, anybody's favorite dog, nothing. Favorite season. But, but three months before an election, everybody is just like, oh my, what I ate this morning and just like, oh my God, dude. Don't do it. Don't. Just, just be better than that, guys. Be better than that. No, let's just boil it down <laughs> to the bottom line. Nobody gives a fuck what your favorite color is. Nobody. It, Only it, you do. It, except people who are trying to sell you shit. One. Or people who are Steal trying to manipulate you with that same information. Yes. So you're sharing that for your friend Susie, but Susie don't give a fuck. So just don't do it. Don't do it. And the, the thing of it, like I was 
the same same conversation I was having with a friend earlier. I was like, she she had, she was asking me, you know, so why you delete Facebook or why don't you have Facebook or whatever? And I'm like, look, the people who are important to me have my phone number. Yep. And if they're really important to me, they also have my email. Yes. Uh, you know, I mean, if I want to share a picture or if I want to share, you know, I, my, yeah. like I, I was never friends with my parents on Facebook because we don't social network. We don't socialize. Right. We, you know, we're parent and child. Yeah. We're parent and, don't you know, offspring. Right. And so if I wanted to send them something, whether it's a picture of me or the kids or whatever, like mm-hmm. I just, I just send it. Send it to them. I don't, yes. I don't need to post it on Facebook. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent just, okay. <laughs> just for a little bit. Okay. It always. I'm gonna sit back and drink. It no. <laughs> it's always funny, and I'm sure you and like almost everyone else that's listening to this can attest. When people start like volunteering mass information on Facebook, whether it be you, you know the term vague booking. I was just thinking that. I know. Vague booking. I, know, I, I, know. I can name you three people off the top of my right, head that right. do this every fucking day. You know, and I always, I'm, I'm all, like, sometimes, like, sometimes, if it's a really good friend. I'll message them or I'll, I'll comment on the post or whatever and say what I'm thinking. But if it's just an acquaintance or whatever, I'm just like shaking my head or whatever. Because I'm like, yo. So it's like the people who are like, you know, my dad is the best dad in the world and blah, blah, blah. And he did this and he never did that. And he supported us and whatever. And like, I'm always like, did you tell him? <laughs> did you did you pick up the phone and tell him these things that you're telling all of us no, of course about not. your father who we don't know and honestly i'm sorry to hurt your feelings but we don't give a fuck about your dad we don't know guy we don't know him right so it's those people who like come on with their proclaiming and whenever it's like a like a like a couple type of situation or a spouse or whatever it's just like you know so and so is the best husband or best wife or whatever it's like y'all fighting ain't y'all <laughs> y'all fighting y'all fighting Maybe yeah. you should maybe you, you should see counseling because go go look at my Facebook profile. <laughs> it's been years since I've even mentioned my husband because you know what I'm too I'm too busy having a good time with him. I don't need to post that shit on Facebook. I'm enjoying my time with him. That's the thing. Doesn't it? You ever realize when you're enjoying yourself so much you don't really give a fuck about Facebook? No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. So. I know that there's probably a lot of people getting triggered right now because they're like they're talking about me. They're talking about me. We're speaking, okay. we're speaking yeah. in general. No. If, if this resonates, then... She's speaking in general. I'm talking about you. If you are upset about <laughs> the fact that you go on Facebook and write long-ass paragraphs about people who are important to you in your life, whether it's a birthday or an anniversary or whatever, and you don't directly tell them. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. waiting for them to come see it on your Facebook. You're right. a fucking idiot. <laughs> come on, man. Tell them. Tell the people that you love them. You don't have to announce it on Facebook. But that's the thing. So one of the one of the points that I wanted to talk about is how social media is changing us, and it really goes along with this. But I'm going to take it a step further. It's a lot of so we. It's caused so much division, and it's changed our behavior for the worse. Yeah. Because of the algorithm showing us things similar to what we already like, or. And making us feel as if something's not real until it's Facebook official. And I know so many people who do take this approach to relationships where they're just like, we've it's been Facebook we, official. We've been date we've been dating for two months. Yeah. You haven't posted me yet. 
now we're going to have a fight. I had an argument with somebody in 2009 about this. You haven't posted me yet? Right. It's like, when are you going to change your status on Facebook? And it's just like, oh my God. Yeah, this is a thing. My philosophy is like people, like even, matter of fact, not even people before us. Us. Facebook wasn't a thing until like 2004, 2005. Right. right. So like we had full on relationships. Our parents had full, without any computer, any social media Anything, so it's I, I'm 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 100 sure it's possible. No one has to post you to love you, but you right, know what? I right. could be wrong. I'm sorry. Don't fight me. If he don't yeah. post you, girl, he don't love you. No, see that I don't subscribe to that anymore. <laughs> but the algorithm has so deeply curated what we see and the experience that we feel that people believe that it's not official until it's on social media. Yeah, and that's really. A negative that's a detriment to our brain chemistry Mm -hmm. because I I mentioned this recently um, I think in a patreon episode that a friend of mine was struggling with something and she got upset with me that I didn't reach out to her and I was like when did you call me to tell me that your uncle died she's like I posted it on Facebook bitch don't tell me that you need me to look at your Facebook feed in order to know that you're struggling with something you know how to reach me this is what it's done to us. That's so frustrating. It is really frustrating. It's so frustrating. So I'm in a I'm in a Peloton group called Hardcore. It's you know core workout, strength training, all this kind of stuff. And these people share information. We share a calendar so we can have workouts that are catered to what we need to get out of it. And recently, some. I'm good. Okay. I'm, I'm just working out my drinks. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. So recently somebody posted on this group, and mind you, this is Peloton, so mm-hmm. we're talking about people who ride bikes and lift weights. Somebody posted asking, please don't post pictures of your before and after or your progress photos because it's triggering me. And this really was like the nail in the coffin for me where I was like, this person one out of a billion people has gone on to Facebook and said, don't post what you think is your progress or what motivates you because I'm uncomfortable. And I was like, this algorithm has so catered that woman's lifestyle that she can't even see something that makes her uncomfortable without fucking melting down. Yo. That's what Facebook has done to us. Let me, let me take that a step further. I saw a meme or something recently. I can't remember whose page or what page it was on. But it was something like, if you're if you're on Facebook or Instagram Live or whatever, you know, because you're going through something or dealing with something, whatever, and you're crying, it ain't that serious. <laughs> it ain't that fucking serious. If you cry, if you crying on your phone, talking to your phone. Yeah, it ain't that serious. So that's, when that's I, when it. you when you when you made that example, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought of because it ain't that serious. No. Not only that, it's like this person with their account and their page and their whatever is trying to dictate what everyone, everyone else, else should do with their account for her comfort. Her. And it's like, hey, I don't know if you knew, lady, but. If you don't want to see something on social media, close your eyes. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Turn exactly. it the fuck off. It's, exactly. it's, it's, you know, and there have been so many different examples of things like this in the recent recent so past. So many. Where examples. it's like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm so upset and I'm so outraged and whatever. It's like, change the channel. Exactly. Why would you sit here and watch something that upset you? Right. 
And so we're seeing this not just with Facebook. We're seeing this with Netflix. Well, with Netflix. We're seeing this with any kind of thing, any platform that uses an algorithm. Mm -hmm. It is driving, it is showing you things that already match what you want to see. Yeah. And that has now put everybody into a silo in, with blinders on. So we spend a majority of our days seeing things that we like, and so much so that when we see something we don't like, mm -hmm. we really have, we're struggling with how to handle that. Psychologically, it's not a good thing for us. But this is what Facebook is up against with this lawsuit. It's not only that they sold customer data, or right. let's say that they've breached the privacy of consumers here, consumers of their platform, mm -hmm. the product of their platform. But now they are actually changing the brain chemistry in that the consumer of that platform to the to this, the the point that the consumers of their product, or if you want to say that we are the product, mm -hmm. we can't even survive without their algorithm. <laughs> That's what Congress has to deal with right now with laws to protect us from that, which is going to be far harder, much harder than what this lawsuit in DC is going to have to handle. Not a, you know what? For for a really quick exercise, if you're listening to this on your iPhone or watching it on your iPhone or whatever, go into your settings and go into usage data. Uh -huh. And then look up Facebook and look how much time you spend on Facebook. You're going to be disgusted with yourself. If you still have Facebook, you're going to be disgusted with yourself cuz it's just goddamn ridiculous. It is. And thank you for saying that cuz I didn't even have this in my notes, but I but I swear I have to mention this. I've made it a point over the last two years that when I'm standing in line at a place, if I'm in the grocery store, if you are right there, man, I hit that hit so hard. <laughs> it hit different, huh? Yes. Um, if I'm if I'm sitting in a doctor's office waiting to have my name called, my phone is away, mm. and I'm sitting there observing. I'm just sitting there waiting to see if anybody's gonna strike up a conversation. Oh. Nine times out of ten, nobody want to talk to you. Everybody Beth. else is on their phone because this is what we do. When we're bored, when we're standing in line, when we're waiting, we yeah. are not paying attention to what's going on around us. We are just mindlessly trying to pass time with scrolling on Facebook, right? And it, and it, and it's and it's clicks, it's likes, mm -hmm. it's comments, mm -hmm. it's you know. And going back, going back to that that whole usage data thing. Mm -hmm. If you want to see how Facebook depends on, even they term it depends on your engagement. Yes. All you have to do is tell you what. Yeah, try this. Don't deactivate Facebook. Don't go into your settings and turn off your notifications for almost everything. Just turn it off for, you know, a new picture from my friend or, you know, an update from some group you're in yeah. or whatever. Just turn off all of those things, right? Mm -hmm. Turn them off. And then delete the app. Yes. Don't deactivate. Just delete the app. And then seven days later, after one week, re-download it and log in. You'll have about 40 notifications. Yes. And when you check the notifications, it's all, Beth commented on this post. Go see what it is. You know, Beth posted. We've seen this <laughs> And it's just like, I didn't ask you to fucking tell me about what the fuck Beth is doing. I didn't ask you to tell me about some dog picture. And, and it was, a, and then sometimes it's just off the cuff, random stuff. It's just like, um, due to your previous likes of, of, of cakes and, and puddings yeah. and, and pastry, 
we assume that you would like cupcakes. Right. So go ahead and check this out. And it's just right. like all they do is look the entire the entire business model of Facebook is to keep you on it's Facebook. To keep you on Facebook, yes, exactly. And this goes for Instagram, it goes for Snapchat, it goes for anything of the like. He, they, if they could have you there for 24 hours every day, they'd be safe. They could, if they could fit in a 25th hour and, yes. and have you on there for that extra hour. They will. They would do that at the drop of a hat. Totally. That, that's, they thrive on that. And that's the thing, that's the so, thing that encouraged me to be like, I'm done with this. You can't use me like that, my guy. Exactly. We are the ones that maintain control of this. We don't have to be their product anymore. And so the algorithm has taken away people's ability to think critically. And I will give you another example. Echo chambers. It's an echo chamber. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's changing our brain chemistry. But I see this on YouTube as well. There are YouTube or Instagram influencers who block people who say, this video is shit. <laughs> They're like, I'm going to block you. I don't need that negativity here. I'm sorry. It can't be shit. We we (laughs) welcome people to comment on this video. If you think it's shit, tell us. I don't give a fuck because I'll be like, okay, thanks for the feedback. I'm not going to block you for saying that you don't like us. I personally do not engage. (laughs) It's me. I'm the one who's who's usually replying to your comments. But we do have people who have challenged us in some of our videos and comments. And so we, I engage with them back and forth and, and just ask more questions and tell them that they're wrong and all that kind of shit. But we appreciate the engagement because engagement's engagement. But there are some influencers who have been so altered by the algorithm of social media that they yeah. can't even take somebody giving them criticism. Constructive or destructive, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But any criticism gets them blocked immediately. Alexandra Rodriguez is a good example of this. If you go look at her in, her Instagram and her YouTube, yeah. it's 99.9% positive after a couple of days because she's deleted all of the people who have said, uh, this video really wasn't my vibe. Is, it, is this that girl that you were having beef with that had surgery but tried to trick everybody that she... Um... Yeah. Did it naturally? You got a good memory. That's exactly who that was. <laughs> so funny. yes, yes. I don't know if you know, but I listen to you when you talk. Oh, thank you. Yeah, That's great. I have become acquaintances. I won't say we're friends. Um, with a young lady that has a podcast, and it's a wonderful podcast, and she has two Instagram pages. Uh, there, the the podcast is called A Slut with Morals, and the topics are great. The podcast is great. Yes. The engagement is great, and the podcasts are about a lot of times relationship issues, mental health issues, personal health and personal growth issues, not just for men and or women, um, old, young, whatever. But mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of information there for everyone, and I was talking to her about. Her name is Ruby, right? You know, her name is Ruby on the internet. On the internet, yes. I can't say for sure if that's her name, but we'll listen, we can go with that. Okay. Um, but she has a wonderful podcast. And I was talking to her about our podcast and, you know, about hers and the fact that mm-hmm. I liked hers and listened to her and her pages and stuff. And um, we were comparing um, analytics. Oh. Yeah. And she, so she she came out the gate. She asked me, you know how how many listeners or how many views or whatever and i'm like we don't have a lot of views on youtube but we do have like 
close thousands of of views and not views listens, listens. per month mm-hmm. across various platforms right um and i think i think we're up to 41 countries now which oh. is which is really cool uh, that's that's, that's those are the analytics i actually care about so you know and so when we were when we were pointing that out it was just like so how can you have so many listens but so many the views don't add up and it's like and i told her i was like because we don't sensationalize right we don't add random hashtags like Kim Kardashian. Yes. Which everyone's going to look up and then find our podcast and be like, oh, and then accidentally view it. Yeah. We don't, you don't have to accidentally view our podcast. No, we're not doing the clickbait we're titles. Not, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not into that. And so because we're not selling the way that social media has moved towards marketing and selling, we're not doing as well in the views department. And I'm, I'm totally fine with that because the people who listen to our podcast shouldn't just accidentally or 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 be clickbaited into listening to our podcast you exactly. should want to listen to the thing want to listen to or watch or hear what we have to say right and so a lot of times our tags are relevant to the episode that we create so let's say we're talking about the for the people act mm-hmm. then our tags will be voter rights will be congress will be mixed politics will be you know things of that nature yes it, it won't just be it won't be squid game right you know because people do that and th- and that's that's how it's people just... drive engagement and that's how people that's how people get ripped off from from squid game coin if you're <laughs> oh, shit. that's a whole different podcast but oh, man. but yeah so all of these platforms you know the hashtags and the clicks and yeah. whatever is for the purpose of driving engagement, keeping you on there, yeah. getting you upset so you stay on there arguing with people, yes. and then they sell you ads, or they, you know, the people who pay money to try, let's say you're undecided uh-huh. politically, they've paid money to receive your information so that they can try to steer you with, you know, clickbait or ads and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just up, it's just for you as a person to be like, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to donate my information. I don't want to be led. I don't want to be misled. And I'm out. And I think that there's a difference between unaffiliated versus undecided. I think a lot of people who are unaffiliated get lumped into the undecided category. Mm. And I think that you and I are in the unaffiliated category. I'm I'm very affiliated. It's just I don't really have an affiliation here. Right. Right. And we will probably not elaborate on that here. But I'm, I'm unaffiliated. I'm not... And I and I will, I will give you kudos because you just texted me the other day a screenshot of what you was it was it Brian Tyler Cohen or was That's, it David Pakman? It was Brian Tyler Cohen. Okay, so I was thinking it was either him or David Pakman. I couldn't remember which one, but this just came to fruition, and this goes into the whole thing that you just mentioned about the the clickbait and the tags that people use in their videos. There are a lot of sensationalists out there. People who will um, say uh, AOC owned yeah. Sean Hannity. And it's or, like or, there's no or owning going fresh, on. Freshman girl destroys Destro- Mitch McConnell. Right. And it's like, no, dude, there's no destroying. He ain't destroyed nothing going on. He's still going back to work tomorrow. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes. Or, 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 or my favorite is whenever it's like a Republican senator or a congressman or whatever. Yeah. It'll be like, it'll be like, Native American completely humiliated. <laughs> and it's like, have you ever tried to humiliate a Republican? It ain't happening because for, they have no morals. First, first, no first of all, for you to be humiliated, you have to have shame. 
There you go. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. So this happened the other day with the Virginia election. And I listen to House Sparks yeah. often because he's very entertaining. He's a comedian that's actually running for mayor of Los Angeles. Crazy. But very analytical with his political views, so I enjoy his content. And he took um, David Pakman to task because David Pakman was melting down about the Virginia election. And Hal Sparks, Hal Sparks was like, um, this happens every election, that it, tur- that it turns to the party that's the opposite of who's in office right yeah. now in the, in the White House. So why are you melting down? He's like, I like you, David Pakman, but... You're full of shit. And I appreciated that he did that. That he was just like, stop with the clickbait. Stop with the melting down. Stop with the sensationalism. Because it's, this is, this has happened literally every election. Every time. This is normal, regular shit that you're just making, you're just turning up. Yes. it It ain't that serious. This is what social media has done. So then going back to the lawsuit, there are two different prongs here. The lawsuit in D.C. really targeting how... Facebook has sold personal data in order to leverage their revenue their revenue and to get traffic and to get clicks and likes and all this kind of stuff and to be able to drive curated content to people mm. versus what Congress is faced with right now, which is what kind of laws do we need to protect us, the consumer? Or in this case, the product, the product. <laughs> <laughs> so that we actually own our yeah, data. Yeah, we are we are the product that's being sold to the people right. who are selling ads. Now, I wouldn't mind Facebook selling my data if I get a cut of it, because I this is me. I'm a human being. My my date of birth is me. So many people have made that argument, and they yes. no one no one wants to litigate that. I would love to. Like, can, can I have a bank of, like, all of the shit that is me and, like, and, <laughs> yes. and, then, and then have different categories of it? Like, okay, here is just regular mundane ass data. Here is personal data. And then here is, like, top secret type shit, like yeah. my social security, my birth date, my whatever, whatever. And then I can choose if, if ExxonMobil wants data from me. It'll be $120 if you want this level. Yes. It'll be $500 if you want this level. And $1,600 if you want this level. Let me take it a step further. This is something that I talked about with my husband I love how we sit here and create business models, just like we did for the Texas fucking abortion abortion law. Yes. So (laughs) last summer, we were in lockdown during the whole COVID thing. Mm -hmm. My husband and I were sitting on the porch talking about this shit. And I was like, you know what? Universal basic income, because Andrew Yang was really pushing that. He was driving that hard in the 2020 election. And so many people on the conservative right were saying that's socialism, it's socialism. Now, let's set aside for a second that it's not fucking socialism and that's stupid to make that argument. But let's just say you're not in favor of universal basic income. I am in concept. I would like to see people be able to have a sustainable way of life. Like a, now, like a level, this, like, a, like a base. A base uh, income. Now, this would be a way for us to do that. So if you're not in favor of the government just oh. handing out money, universal basic income could come in the form of do you want social my data? media paying us for our data. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay, okay. That takes it because it's not the government just handing it out. This is actually companies this is, this is actually us. This is actually an exchange of goods and services. It is. It's not socialism. By any means, this is capitalism wow. working in favor of universal. You know what's so funny? Income. If that, if like, because I mean, a lot of the stuff that that we've, you know, 
hypothesized and, and pontificated about 15, 20 years ago mm-hmm. are now like legit sources of income. Yes. Which back 20 years ago, the we're just economy. like, that's a fucking joke. Right. Why would anybody even do that? Why would anybody go pick up somebody's food and deliver it to their house? Well, it's yeah, a thing. Here we are. <laughs> so now that you mention it, I, I wonder if in 20 years from now, like we could have like our data is information that we own. Like, what do you call it? Not intellectual property. Yes. It'd be intellectual property that we could decide how much off to sell. Yes. And what the asking price is. We should be able to do that because I am me. I own my body. I own my soul. I own every data point about myself. Yeah. So if I'm willing to offer up some of that for cash, why not? It's my body. I can do that. That would be no different from the oldest profession on the planet. Exactly. Exactly. I, I I see myself putting a light bulb right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the kind of thing that Congress is faced with. This is why we need to get young, fresh blood into Congress to think of, that, of these kind of things. And I'm putting it out there right now. Mm-hmm. If you're not in favor of universal basic income, please be in favor of selling your personal data. Yeah. Or deciding not to, but if you want a universal basic income, let it be in the form of selling your personal data to these social media companies. So one of one of the things that the whistleblower had pointed out, and it, it struck a chord with everyone, like literally everyone who was listening to the, I guess, inquiry. It was more like an interview. Well, it, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a trial. A, a, she's testifying right. in front of Congress. Um, was that a lot of people assume that when you sign up for an account with Facebook, regardless of who you are, Vladimir Putin, me, Bruce Willis, and I don't know, some of the, some of the influencer or whatever, that, that, that is across the board. My account is the same as your account, is the same as your account, same as your account, and that's not true. And we found that out with the whistleblowing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, for example, if you were, okay, and, and you try this at your own risk. I know for a fact that this is true. Okay. You try this at your own risk. If you, especially if you're a woman, if you make a comment on any post or anything, whatever, and you type the phrase, men are trash, you'll have like a, a 24 hour, it depends on how many infractions you've had thus far. Sure. But you'll have somewhere between a 24 hour to a 30 day ban from Facebook. You can't type the phrase "men are trash." That's that's. If this isn't new, that you can Google this if you want. There have been articles written for it maybe makes three me years. Want to go or do it. <laughs> do it if you want. I've but never been banned before. So. No, you you would be banned at least for at least for twelve hours if it's never if you've never been banned. But yeah, so if you did that, because and the funny thing is, people there was a huge debate about it because people are just like, "How is it okay?" Because at the, at a, at that same point, yeah. you could type "women are trash," and it was fine. This is like a legit thing. I'm not making this up. I don't know if, if, if both are equated now since all of the hubbub and debates have gone on. But... The, sorry, the feminist in me is screaming right like, now. Hold on, hold on. Just hold on. Because there were so many arguments and comments and back and forth and angry emojis about this whole thing. Um, and I remember reading a comment about it. It was just like, hey, just so you guys know. This platform that you signed up to use for free was created by a man. So why do you think that he wouldn't put in parameters to prefer men? Because that's pretty logical. That's pretty 
black and white. Well, if you know the story of how Mark Zuckerberg oh, came... Oh, that's a whole different podcast episode. No, no, but I'm just going to say, <laughs> just very briefly, yeah. that he was doing the whole comparing women's faces. That's what Facebook started as. Yes. The, actually, it was called the Freshman Facebook. And I'm aging myself, but that's what it was called back in like 2002, 2003. Anyways. But yeah. And so, the what I was saying originally was that we don't all have the same Facebook accounts. Mm-mm. Because if you went on there and wrote men are trash, you'd be banned for 12, 24, 3 days, 15 days, 30 days, or whatever, right? But let's say Nicole Kidman went on there and she's like, you know what? Men are trash. She doesn't get banned. And that's what the whistleblower had pointed out in Congress. That yep. certain people, depending on their status or their popularity or their fame or how much money they had or their ties to Facebook itself, um, won't get the same repercussions because a lot of people get their comments or their posts taken down. Mm-hmm. Um, people complain about that all the time. I, I posted this and this is like the seventh time I've had to repost it because Facebook keeps taking it down or whatever. Yeah. And they're, they're cute little experiments that you can run. I had a friend from Korea who did this. Apparently, he was always getting like a 30-day ban or some shit because of views that he posted that were like anti-capitalist. He was like a super socialist slash communist. Right. And he would get his post taken down and get him banned or whatever. Yeah. So what he did was he created a new Facebook account. And the... <laughs> so funny. His name was Roy. Okay. He created a new Facebook account. And when he was putting in his information, he put his last name as Zuckerberg. For years, Roy could write whatever the fuck he wanted. And nothing <laughs> That I, I know I have friends who are listening oh, to this. Yeah. To I have friends who are listening to this who know him, who know of the story I'm talking about. This is legit. I'm not making this up. Holy and shit. so he would say the wildest shit just to push the envelope, just to push, just to see how far. And he would never get banned. He would never get reported. He could ne- because it's like that's the thing. You you if your name is Zuckerberg, there's nobody at Facebook that's gonna be like ban this person. Because if you reached out to your you cousin or your uncle or your 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 third you know f- fifth cousin three third removed or whatever the fuck, then he might be upset and you don't want the boss upset with you. So he literally got away with every, like he could say I'm not gonna say any of the things that he said on this podcast, no, but he don't. he pushed it. We please were in don't. groups together and I was just like, if anybody else, I was like, Roy, what are you doing? Why are you? And he's just like, because I can. My last name is Zuckerberg. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't, that you, that never even crossed your mind, right? No, never. Yeah, so you have to understand, this is a private company run by a private individual. He yes. gets to make the fucking rules. They make the rules. It's not a, an across-the-board thing where my Facebook is the same as, you know, like I said before, Vladimir Putin or Nicole Kidman or Bruce Willis. Right. It's all di- in different categories. So a lot of black people have found that their gripes with, you know, the vaccine or talking about reparations or talking about um, critical race theory or whatever, their comments or their posts will get taken down or whatever. Yes. But then white people can like, you know, white power in their posts 
just fucking stays. Right. You know, all of these things is because Facebook is what it is and it ain't good. It's it's it definitely not. And this is why Facebook needs to be forced to make a decision. Are they a publisher or are they a platform? Yeah. And an editor, basically. Are they a mm. publisher or are they an editor? Because if they're a publisher, then they shouldn't have any power to dictate who says what or yeah. put them in Facebook jail. If they're an editor, then they have to explicitly state what their what their guidelines are. Mm. And it seems like there's not a, a clear boundary on what those guidelines are because they do treat people with, you know, it, it's basically disparate treatment. Yeah. And they're not clear about how they do that. So we've covered a lot of ground here. So we're talking about the lawsuit itself mm-hmm. and what Facebook is charged with. And we believe that they're, I believe that they're changing their name in order to disassociate these lawsuits from oh, And we face, haven't mentioned what the new name is, but it's like, it's official uh, and up and exactly, running. That's exactly where I was going to go. Okay. So we're talking about the lawsuit. We don't know where that's going to go, but I do believe that's why they're changing their name. And so the name itself, I'm going to let you take this one and I, say you your know thoughts what? about it. No, I have a different idea. And I know you're going to be cool with it, just like I'm cool with right. how awesome you are. But Thank you. The, um, the new name, the, the, the shortened version of it is Meta. Mm-hmm. And it's short for the Metaverse. Mm-hmm. Now, I want, that could actually take discussing the Metaverse. It could take an entire two episodes of a podcast. And so we're not going to continue with that now. What we're going to do is continue with that for Patreon. Yes. So if you would like to hear our views on Facebook's new name and the metaverse and what it entails and what um, <laughs> previous iterations of this type of thing has resulted in, etc. We're going to be talking about that for the next 20 to 25 minutes. Over for the people, the wonderful people who we've appreciated so much because you pay the bills for. I wish we could like turn the camera around and show all of the stuff that Patreon is paying for. Right, exactly. Because you you've done it, and I, we it, appreciate it. You guys make this possible. But this is the. You this... remember when we used to be fucking split screen yes! and like yeah, I know. This is like the softer version of clickbait right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. So like, come join us on Patreon so that you can be a part of this. But yeah. You can hear us talk about a little bit more. We give we give extra to our patrons. Right. So you know what? I'm just going to plug Patreon right now since we've already talked about it. Um, Patreon.com slash politics is where you can go to get merch. You can get early access to videos. You can get bonus footage like the stuff we're talking about right now. You can come and have a conversation with us. You can be remote and have a panel between us right here. Or, you know, you can come and have dinner with us and kick it with us for a night or the weekend or whatever. Um, you can have your questions answered, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but if you do want to reach us and talk to us about Patreon and the stuff that we do offer and whatever, Beth can tell you what those things are yes. and how you can reach us. So we are on Twitch and YouTube at Mixed Politics. Facebook and Instagram, mixed.politics, on Twitter at mixedpolitics1, or you can send us an email at mixedpoliticspod at gmail.com. And we are serious. You have access to us at any time. We would really appreciate if you would go subscribe to us on wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple or Spotify or... Hit the like, hit, hit the subscribe, give us... Give us a rating. Ten stars. Yes. Give us a rating, but please comment below that you're watching 
whether it's on YouTube or Twitch or anywhere else. Mm. But let us know if there are any any things that you think we left out of this equation because there's so much to say about Facebook. Yeah. It's not even funny. Yeah. But we know that there's we really did, we only scratched the surface. But we hope that we at least kind of connected the dots as to why we think Facebook is changing their name. We'll be interested to see where this goes, and we might have to do a part two mm. later in the future okay. when we see where this lawsuit goes. So to our analysts, pundits, and experts, cheers! thank you for sticking it out with us. Wow. Well, you just put all that fruit in there, didn't you? I know, but it's so good. It's so good. <laughs>